0: Welcome to Wayne's Eye Lutheran Church in rural Monticello. This is Sunday, July the twenty-third, twenty twenty-three, the eighth Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Barb Andreessen. The lector is Roland Vanderop. Thank you to Rex and Nancy Rickles for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of their July wedding anniversary of seventy years. Thank you for joining us today.
1: Well, it's good to have you here. In the past, we've had a uh, service out at the Great Jones County Fair, but uh, since the pandemic, we haven't brought that back, but maybe maybe next year. So I really appreciate you all being here. I had a coughing spell this morning, and so my singing voice is not there. So we're not going to do the Kyrie and Canticle praise. I apologize for that. But we're going to lead off with the hymn sing, and you have... The congregation has chosen Earth and All Stars 731, and we're almost to the top of the hour. I I thought that was really nice. Uh, Barb said, are we including the rag in our petitions of prayer this morning? And I said, I didn't even think of that, thank you. And uh, she has uh, a grandson who has flown out from California who will be uh, riding. Does anyone else have someone riding in rag You do, okay. A grand, no, uh, daughters, son-in-laws, <coughs> aunts, uh, cousins, okay, yes, Greg is in it, Greg Bodeker, wonderful, who else is it, your brother is doing it, wow, and you do too, Alberta, your niece is doing it, okay, how many of you, it's been around for a long time, 50 years, any of you have done it, put it on your bucket list, to go see it. just worked when they got the animosa and passed out things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to try something different too. And I'm seeing that all the cards back there are gone. I I thank those who said, yeah, I can do a special assignment today. Uh, Pastors asked uh, six people. I don't want to know who they are. Uh, All I want them to do, what they're going to do today, is when they hear... um, Roland read the scriptures and the pastor read the gospel, what what stuck out to you? What stuck out to you? What one word came to you as you reflect about God? And what would you like the pastor to speak about a little bit more? During the children's message, these people who have done it are going to fold their cards in half and I'm going to ask the children to go out and to grab the white cards. Are you listening? Madeline and Connor. To grab the white cards and they're going to bring them up and we're going to try to have a message this morning. Alright? We'll see what happens. You are helping me build a message this morning and if that fails, I've got one ready to go. But I thought, you always hear from me, and every once in a while we get to hear from Lynn. I thought, let's hear from you. Let us this be your sermon today. And so that's what we're going to do. I, I delayed long enough for the Ivans to come in and have a seat in the back row. They were hoping Pastor wouldn't say anything. So let's sing our, our uh, hymn sing, Earth and All Stars 731. us begin our service on this eighth Sunday after Pentecost with confession and forgiveness. You'll find this on page 94 in the front of your hymnal. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty God to whom all hearts are open, all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for His sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by His authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. you. Let us pray together the prayer that you'll find printed in your celebrate insert. Faithful God, Most merciful judge, you care for your children with firmness and compassion. By your spirit, nurture us who live in your kingdom, that we may be rooted in the way of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us receive God's holy word for God's
0: holy people. The first reading is from Isaiah 44. Thus the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and I am the last. Besides me there is no God. Who is like me? Let them proclaim it. Let them declare and set it forth before me. Who has announced from old the things to come? Let them tell us what is yet to be. Do not fear or be afraid. Have I not told you from of old and declared it? You are my witness. Is there any God besides me? There is no other rock. I know not one. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: Psalm 86, beginning with a refrain. of death child
0: The second reading is from Romans 8. So then, brothers and sisters, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you do not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, is it that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God? And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if, in fact, we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the children of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage and decay, and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. With patience, the word of the Lord. I'm
1: going to trip you up this morning, and our gospel acclamation is going to be Beautiful Savior 838 as our gospel acclamation. gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus put before the crowds another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field, but while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So When the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? And he answered, An enemy has done this. The slave said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No. For in gathering the weeds, you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest, and at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first, then bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into the barn. When he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. Jesus answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them is a devil. The harvest is at the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send His angels, and they will collect out. They, he will collect out of His kingdom all causes of sin and all evil doers. They will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to, you, to you, O, o Christ. Christ. Well, I'm going to invite our children forward, and uh, we have two among us this morning, and they are being very... Three uh, among us. Those three are going to make their way forward now, and I appreciate you coming. Wow, Connor's even got the microphone. I think he has something he wants to share this morning. Okay. Not really. We can go ahead and have a seat. Um, You know, it's... uh, Amazing to me. I was sharing with someone before church that uh, Wayne Zion is quite the congregation, quite the church. I mean, you know, we've got, if you look out the window this way, we've got corn, and you look out the window this way, we've got soybeans, and you look out the back, we've got corn, and then you look over this way, and we've got the rickles. And uh, I bet you if we ask people, I want you to tell us how many miles you had to drive here this morning, I think if we added it all up, divided by the number, I bet you we come up with the number 6.6 miles that people come to church here, and you two faithfully come almost every Sunday. You don't miss much. So my question, well, before I ask you this question, I want you to know that your presence here is extremely important. If you can just stand up for a second, stand on this step, and I want you to look directly at that window. Can you tell me? They can't see it. Can you tell me what that window was uh, that Jesus is holding something? Connor, turn on your mic. All right. Tell us. What do you see?
3: Um, I see children.
1: Okay, give it to Madeline. What else do you see?
3: Flowers.
1: And flowers. And what else do you see? Jesus. Jesus. And what else? That's okay.
3: Is that a lamp? Pardon me? Is, it, is this, this a is, lamb? Is it, there's a kid yes,
1: lives. she sees a lamb in there. Thank you. you. They got an A+. plus. That is a lamb. Keep your mic on. Keep your mic on. So isn't that interesting? There is a child holding a lamb. There is a child holding flowers. There are children all over Jesus. Jesus is on his lap, and he's waving the children to come in. I want to read this from Matthew 19. Then the little children were being brought to him in order that they might lay, that he might lay his hands on them and pray. The, deci- the disciples spoke sternly to those who brought them. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me, and do not stop them. For it is to such as these the kingdom of heaven belongs. And he laid his hands on them, and then he went away. Do you know that you are precious in God's sight? And we are, are you glad to see these little ones here today? And, you know, we've got the great Jones County Fair going on. I thought maybe you'd only have three people show up today, but I guess you all went to bed the last night and didn't stay up and watch the party concert or whatever his name is. It rained, and so it kind of got delayed. So my question for both of you is, what is it that you like about coming to church? Because you're here almost every Sunday what do you like about coming to Wayne Zion? Or do your folks and your grandparents make you come? Do you like coming? And why? Yes. You like coming.
3: Yes.
1: And, and why do you like coming? Only you know the answer. They don't know the answer.
3: Why do you like coming? Because I learned something new.
1: All right. You're learning something new about what?
3: About the gospel.
1: About the gospel. And the best way to learn it is among the faithful, right? And they're faithful. Madeline, what do you like about coming to church? Okay, but you come, and you're, you're glad to be here. Um, do you like that many of these, that's okay. Do you like, you can do yes or no answers, just a couple more. Do you like it that many of these people know your name? Yes. Yeah. Do they greet you? Do they call you by your name? Yes. Isn't that just amazing? Would you say that this uh, congregation is kind of your extended family? Yes. They're good at yes and no questions, aren't they? Um, would you like to stay in bed uh, on a Sunday morning, Madeline? No. Did you hear that quick? No. I love that. And so coming here. This is a very special place. You know, we're, we're landed here in Wayne Township, and uh, you have to drive to come here. You you come here to hear the gospel. You come here to be with the family of God. You come here because people make you feel good and important. And remember that Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven belongs to you. And you have every right to be here. And more so. And so let's just give, before I, uh, I'll pray. And then as they go back, let's. Give them an applause. And Connor, if you'll hand the microphone to Cole when you go back to your seat. But let's have a prayer. The Lord be with you. you. Heavenly Father, thank you for Madeline and Connor and all the little ones that uh, aren't able to be with us today. And, uh, you know, we're, we're so thankful that this is a congregation that sometimes it gets noisy here, and we love the sound of it. We love having children in and amongst us. And they teach us about the gospel and that all are welcome, and that there's nothing that we need to do to be saved. All we have to do is come and believe in our hearts. And so I give thanks for these two and all the little ones here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for coming. Okay, now, when you get that microphone back, Connor and Madeline... There are a couple of people who are holding up white cards right now. Can you go grab those and bring those up to me and put them here on this stool? If, if somebody has a white card, will you just hold it up high? We're going to come and collect it. pastor doesn't want to know who, who's holding it up, but you go ahead and you collect them and then bring them up here and put them on this stool. And I didn't get to see who it is that you're collecting from because I don't want to know. Okay? And when you, when you get them all, just go ahead. I, there might be three, four, five, six at the most. All right. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, I got three here. Okay. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As Connor brings that forward, I'm going to have Cole just uh, flip up for me um, on the slide. You know, when I... Um, get ready for a Sunday morning and I think about scripture, I go, what, what is it that's relevant? What's relevant? What, you know, I, I just don't want to preach something. I, I, I don't want to regurgitate, although sometimes it's fun to regurgitate a, a Bible passage because it kind of gets us into that environment and see what's happening. But for me, let anyone who has ears listen. What's amazing to me is this came up as the last sentence in our gospel. And uh, I thought, okay, how many times did Jesus say this? And interesting, it popped up in all three synoptic gospels. When I say synoptic gospels, I mean Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John is just kind of out there. Uh, So anyway... Let anyone with ears listen. Go to the next slide. And isn't it interesting? You know, we're in chapter 13. See where these things are popping. Let anyone with ears listen. Go ahead hit the next one. Today's gospel, Matthew 13, When the, Then the kingdom will shine like the sun in the kingdom of the Father. Let anyone who has ears listen. Let's do another one. Well, we go to Mark. And he said, let anyone with ears to hear listen. What are these for, right? Okay, the next one. Let anyone with ears to hear listen. Mark kind of gets on this, you know, use those ears. And then uh, let's go to Luke. And Luke says, some fell on good soil. We're talking about the seed. And when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. And as he said this, he called out, let anyone with ears to hear listen. Isn't it interesting? Luke and Mark kind of the same. We got one more. And uh, this is Luke 14. It is is fit neither for the soil nor the manure heap. Cow dung. They throw it away. Interesting. Let anyone with ears to hear listen. Is there one more? Or is that it? Okay. You can take it down. So that's what kind of caught my mind. And, And here's my little snippet. To hear the gospel, as Connor was talking about, does something to us. And we're not just hearing with our ears. Yeah, Mark and Luke are trying to get to us, but I think Matthew wants it to go a little deeper. But in any case, when we listen with our hearts, something changes. Does it not? When we hear the gospel that we have a God who loves us and calls us by name and died for us and destroyed the power of death that holds over us, and that one day, we will share in the same resurrection as our Lord and be at the table with all the saints. It changes your heart. It really does. Last night I was working at the fair, and uh, I was getting a little irritated. Um, Deb and John was there. I, I didn't swear. I didn't. I probably tried to hold it back as best I could. I was the only one assembling sandwiches, and I had all these people around me. So, cheeseburger, burger, cheeseburger, hot dog. Oh, that make that a, a big hot dog. What's the hot dog made out of? Pork or beef? Another cheeseburger. That's a double cheeseburger, please. Another burger. I was getting a little irritated, and I'm looking around at people, and I thought, do I say anything? No. I tried to grin and bear it, and I kept going, and every once in a while somebody would feel a little bit sorry and come along and say, "And they all know I'm a pastor, so they're all paying a, you know they're all being very careful." <laughs> and, uh, but I think it's that gospel in you that, you know, this is but a momentary affection. And, and you know, it, it's going to pass, and it did, and it did. And I think when we go through those things in life, carrying the gospel in our heart, knowing that we're loved and that each as I look out to each one of you, you too are an image of God. Okay, let's go. What caught your attention in today's Bible reading? We are all children of God. Yes, we are. We are all children of God. You know, there is somebody that would dearly love to be here today, Elfrida Tobiason, and Elfrida's uh, not doing well. Her daughter... Um, Charlotte will be here uh, later this week. Uh, Everett has been there. Aaron has been here the last couple weeks. Thank you for those who are sending cards out. I know that when we have people on our prayer list, and I want Elfrida to know, and I'm going to visit her later today, you are a child of God. We are all children of God. You know, when, when we did this uh, stained glass up here, those aren't just the little children. It's all of us, to have a childlike faith, to trust and to believe. And the one word that comes to mind about God is he cares about children. He cares about you. What would you like to hear more about this morning? How he loves us all. He does love us all. Even the one who just is a thorn in your side. I had an opportunity to um, preside at a funeral recently. I won't mention how long ago or whatever. And it was obvious that many of the people that were at this funeral, they wanted to talk about everything else but the gospel. And I wanted to share with them, uh, and what I did is I took the particular lessons that were for that particular week in the church year. And I like doing this in in funerals because... um, the life, uh, the life that we live, the gospel goes with us. And uh, my message was, all you have to do is simply believe. You know, you know the story of uh, Jesus' parable of the talents, or not the, the talents, but the workers that went into the vineyard, and I'm going to pay you five denaria. And he went out and he got the workers in the morning early and they went out. And then at 10 o'clock he went out and he said, I, I will pay you. Uh, can you go work the vineyard? Yes, they do at noon. More came in at 3 o'clock. More came in. Uh, some came in at 4 o'clock. It was 5 o'clock. The, the day was done. And the, the vineyard then paid each person. You know what the vineyard paid each person? The same amount. The same amount. And so there happened to be a um, a family member there and and said, I had this conversation with my loved one. And my my loved one said before they died, I wasn't as religious as you were. And uh, the person said back to them, it's not about being religious. It's about having a relationship. It's about loving and knowing that God loves you. And that there's nothing you can do. That's why we baptize babies. There's not a thing they can do, except my grandson twist in my arms and dip his whole hand in the baptismal font. What caught your attention? Your your attention? Oh, intention. Look at that. How many? Like, Pastor, what are you doing? You don't even know how to spell. I meant, what caught your attention in today's Bible readings? That we can be saved. Good seeds, bad seeds. We need to listen. And see, good seeds to be saved. I thought it was interesting in our gospel today. I don't know if you caught it when Jesus was explaining it. The um, when the harvest comes, leave them, leave them. You know, we live in a world that is evil, and sin is prevalent. Sin is in us, but we also have the fabric of God in us. We have good. We have the power of God in our hearts. All we have to do is just call upon his name, in Jesus' name. If you're having a difficult time or something going on in your life, you have the power of the gospel, the Holy Spirit. You have the power to say no. You have the power to turn the other way. You have the power to go forward. But what's interesting in in this whole parable about what Jesus is explaining to his disciples after they got away from the crowds and are sitting in, in the room, Jesus says, I want to tell you this. They're both going to grow together to the end of time. That means that those who are the evil ones, those who uh, are, are all about destroying, hurt, slander, uh, idolatry. I mean, you can go right down the list. But, but those who cultivate the fruit of the Spirit... Joy, peace, patience, gentleness from Galatians 5.22. At the end of time, I want you to gather up. And if you've ever seen the weeds, you can't miss them, right? When you let them go, you, you can't miss them. You're going to pull out those weeds first. They're easy to find. And you're going to bind them up and you're going to throw them in the fire. And then what's left is this beautiful golden wheat. Because what Jesus is saying is that God, when we die to this life and rise to a new life, there will be no more sin, shame, or separation from God. There will only be gospel. Kind and caring. I love it when people are so kind and, and caring. I'm sorry. I've thrown this on my back hip, hoping I wouldn't do that. Don't you, like, don't you just gravitate to people who are kind and caring? And, I used to be a nursing home administrator and uh, we, we know about the crabby old ladies and the grumpy old men's down on the 300 wing and the 400 wing and I couldn't get the staff to go in there, but my golly, I tell you, Martha and Mary, the sweetest two gals down the 500 wing and the 100 wing, they'd get so much attention. So if you ever end up in a nursing home, now you know how to use the call light. You don't need a call light. You just be kind and gentle and caring. God's good word. I can't get enough of it. Um, I didn't start out as a pastor, but I enjoy reading God's word. I really do. Um, pastor Lynn has challenged us. This is the living word of God. It, it, it changes you. Um, you. You can't be not changed by it. And uh, it's amazing how much uh, story is there that connects with our lives. What caught your intention, your attention in today's Bible reading? I'm the first and I'm the last. Reason, God is the power, the almighty power. You know, I love that scripture, Revelations 21. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, to those who um, hunger for righteousness will receive the crown of righteousness, and uh, they will be my children forever. You know, oftentimes when I share with our confirmation students and we read um, Genesis, and we go back and we read the Gospel of John, it's amazing because you see conversations that are ha- happening in Genesis that are plural. Who's God talking about? We need to do something. Uh, Adam and Eve have sinned, we need to rid them out of the garden and we need to put the sword of protection over the tree of knowledge, or excuse me, tree of life. Because they have partaken in the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And if they are to partake of the, of the tree of life, they will ever, forever be sealed in sin and darkness. And so we don't see, we don't see the tree of life showing up again until... Revelation, the kingdom. The kingdom is yours now. We don't have to wait. Do you see events during the week with the people you are around that you plant seed? Ask yourself this question Do you see events during the week with the people you are around to you plant a seed? You know, we are all sowers. It's interesting, this stained glass here, um, one of our confirmants used it, and they, they um, saw Jesus in this picture. I don't know if you can see it, if I can bring it out, this sower. It's the only stained glass that doesn't have the crown of righteousness around the, the head of the person. And so my assumption is this is not Jesus, but they said Jesus is just likes us and teaches us and comes along and helps plant the seed. And I like that. Absolutely, because Jesus is in every one of us. And so do you see people planting seeds? And that coming up alongside, and it's really great when people have the gift of empathy and they can see what's happening among their neighbors in the world to come up alongside them and say, I'm here and I'm listening. And this is something that our Stephen ministers do. And after having that visit and hearing the hurts, And turn around and to pray. And to pray to God. Planting seeds. Kingdom of heaven. What's interesting is the kingdom of heaven is already here. Jesus is uh, talking about the kingdom of heaven among us. Uh, We don't have to wait. We can experience the gift of eternal life today. And knowing that we are building God's kingdom by sharing in peace. That's the word. What word comes to mind? Peace. One of the things that I, as your pastor, like to do is to visit you in the hospital. I will go to Iowa City. I will go to the Mayo Clinic. I will go to Mercy. I will go to St. Luke's. I will go to Jones Regional. I will go to Des Moines. I will go to Madison, Wisconsin. I will go to be with you. It's not too far. And you have machines around you you're in a strange place you have you know those wonderful nurses you know those nurses who just don't have time for you kind of going back to the nursing home story but I want to bring the kingdom of God to you I want to bring peace I want to bring peace we hear you will know your family in heaven your spouse I also heard there will not be a husband and wife in heaven yeah wasn't that a hard scripture We don't have the institution of marriage, as far as we understand, uh, through the biblical um, interpretation. Marriage, as Jesus explained, is for here. It is a gift. It is a gift between a man and a woman. Okay? It is a gift. It is a gift from God. And out of the gift of marriage comes, hopefully, the gift of children. Where else in all of God's kingdom can you experience the gift of unconditional love? Unconditional love, but in the marriage. There is something so powerful. It's the crucible of faith within that family. You can be a scoundrel, but you will still be loved by your family. The same is true with God. And so uh, we don't have the... Institution, as Jesus explains, that the gift that's given to humanity here is the gift of marriage. And when we die and rise to new life, we, we know from the scriptures that, especially from the book of Revelation, that we will gather around the throne of God and we will partake with the Lamb, Jesus, and we will be there. And as my my son said when he was 4 years old and I wasn't a pastor then I was in Battle Lake and he crawled up on my lap and Joe's not able to walk but he could go anywhere in that two-story house up and down the stairs. He climbed up on my lap and he said, "Dad, when we die and we go to heaven, and I go yeah, Joe, when we die, we will go to heaven. Will I get new legs?" I said, "Absolutely. If you look at 1st or 2nd Thessalonians, it says that we will have new bodies." And in these new bodies, I want you to know that it is a spiritual body that already exists in you. I want you just for a moment, for silence, and I want you to hear your voice inside. I want you to use that silent voice inside. Go ahead, use it now. Has that voice changed over your lifetime? Is that a young voice? Is that an old voice? Or is that your voice? Nobody wants to say it's an eternal voice. We will know one another. I don't know how. We will love one another more so than we experience love now because we'll be in the presence of the Lamb more so than we are now. God is the only God. Thank you for whoever said that. I love this. Wasn't that kind of a joke? in the Old Testament lesson that Roland... I, I, I love it. It's like God saying, okay, show me. Show me your God who was there in the beginning, uh, who, who's delivered what I've delivered to you. you. You know what I've been doing for you, people. You stiff-necked people. I, I just love that. It's, it's like a bantering. It's, it, it's it, you know, you've got to read it like, I'm the first and the last besides there's no other God. Who is like me? Let them proclaim. Let them declare and set forth before me who has announced from the old the things to come. Let them tell us what is yet to be, to come. Fear not. Be not afraid. I have not told you from old and declared it. You are my witness. Is there any other God besides me? There's this beautiful song. We sang Beautiful Savior, I think. And then you go to the other page in Born and Cry. I was there when you were but a child. I'll be there when you are old. God is always. So why are we afraid? I think we're afraid of death. I know we are. My dad hung on to my hand. I, I, I thank you again. Every time I get a chance to, I'm going to thank you for allowing me to go and to be there for my parents, to honor the fourth commandment. And I was there one night, and uh, it took my dad a long time to get ready for the night. And we said goodnight, and for whatever reason, we shook hands that night. I don't know why. He will not let go of my hand. So then I thought, okay, what do I do? I, I think he's, he's afraid of something. And so I'm a pastor, right? So I start reciting scripture. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want... He leadeth me aside, still waters, he restores my soul. My dad says, I say that almost every night. I said, Dad, I didn't know you said the 23rd Psalm every night. And then after I ran out of scriptures that I could remember, you know, a pastor should have a, a whole list, right? But I kind of drew a blank there. And then I started singing, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine, and sang a few songs, and Dad was starting to rest now, but he still wasn't going to let go of my hand. I finally said, Dad, let go of my hand, and I climbed in the bed, and it brings me back to probably when I was four years old, and there was a thunderstorm going on, and there I am between Mom and Dad. I think we're afraid of death. It's not. It's so unknown. And as somebody shared with me at a funeral the other day, death is so final, yes, On this side of the curtain, it is. But, oh, God's got something glorious. I think the other thing that we fear is pain, embarrassment, um, public speaking, uh, anything that we uh, put ourselves out there that we're not comfortable in doing. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, God the Son, Jesus Christ is my brother how important spirituality is. We have a God who loves us in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I'll never get tired of doing this. When I'm gone, years from now, you'll go, you know, Pastor Wade talked a lot about baptism, that we were sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Absolutely. We are children of God. And uh, faith. It is all by the gift of faith. I have to tell you, As your spiritual guide, as your pastor, I will lead you through the scriptures. I like doing the Bible study. I have that on Wednesday nights. I love teaching confirmation, but it comes down to this one thing that I can't do for you. I will teach, I will share, I will preach, but here's the one thing I can't do for you. Do you believe this? Can you have faith? I have faith. To know that we have a God who loves us so much, That he gave him his only self, so that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. You are all children of God and specially made. The gospel of our Lord. I the affirmation of our faith as it's found in the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Confident that God receives our joys and our concerns, let us offer our prayers at this time. And after each petition, I will end with, Hear us, O God. And we respond, Your mercy is great, O oh God. You call Your church to announce the gospel of reconciliation of truth, both near and far. Guide Your church as it seeks Your wisdom and shares it, trusting Your Spirit, bearing witness among us. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. You brought forth all creation and called it good. Direct policy makers to protect lands and seas and bring rain to sun parched fields and protect areas impacted. By natural disasters. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. You are gracious and merciful, comforting those who suffer any affliction. We lift before you this day Elfrida, Kurt, Ruth, Linda, Sharon, Teresa, Kalinda, Sandy, and Barbara, Belva, who is Eldon's sister, and Dick, Jan's brother, and Lynette, Lisa's aunt. We pray for Samantha Putz, a dear friend of Pam, and for Brenda Smith, George's niece, who is serving a missionary in Africa. And we remember Tom, Bill's brother, and for the families of Galen Harms and Thomas Shannon as they mourn the loss of these two men and their families. We pray for the protection of our military, for the sons of this congregation, for Ben and David, Trevor, Dustin, and Spencer. Sustain your people living with diseases that cannot be cured, and provide shelter to all who are unhoused, and release any who are unjustly imprisoned. Hear us, O God.
3: Your mercy
1: is great. Lord God, this week is a fun week for many people, as they have flown in from many areas around the country, and some right here in Iowa, to partake in the Reg Bri in its 50th anniversary. And this year we have three bishops from the Iowa who will be riding to raise money for wiping out hunger right here in our communities. And so, Lord, we pray for their safety as all these bikers come together, for motorists to be well aware of them, to keep these bikers hydrated and well cared for. Hear us, O God. We send faithful people to proclaim freedom from the bondage and to renew your church. Encourage us by the witness of the faithful departed so that we live into the same hope. Hear us, O God. Into your hands, O God, we commend all for whom we pray. In the name of the one who reconciled all creation to himself, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for the gift of this offering that we bring forward to you in hopes that you will serve the world in bringing forth the gospel. We pray this in Jesus Christ, our Lord's name. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Let us lift our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord Almighty bless you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Let us sing our ascending hymn. in peace serve the Lord.
0: Liturgy Copyright 2021 Augberg Fortress All Rights Reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license number A-729734. All rights reserved.